you know a good relationship only really because you've been in bad ones. Mm. And I've had, I've tried to adjust myself to other people, you know, tone the little boldness down, be this person. And which, of <laughs> course, make the relationships doomed for failure. Somebody else is dealing with whatever I've dealt with, dealing with the real deal with. And that's why mm-hmm. I went through a lot. Welcome to Define You. Class is now in session. Welcome to another great episode of Define You Radio. You guys know what time and day it is. It is Define You Wednesday. I am your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace, lifestyle designer and boldness coach. If you want to know more about me, you can find me on Facebook or go to my website, www.valenciagwallace.com. Now, we have another class today. And we are joined by the beautiful, vivacious, power P, queen P, Miss Precious, <laughs> our coach, Brown. And today, Miss Precious is going to give us a lesson on understanding the power in you. And with yeah. that being said, Miss Precious, can you go ahead and introduce yourself? to the Define You Go ahead. I sure can. Well, thank you so much, Valencia, for having me on. As as many may know, you are Queen V to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I am Precious Brown. I have been dubbed the power coach and the divorceologist. I'm the CEO and founder of Power and You, and I help divorced women shift their mindset from that pain place to being able to walk in their power. I come from a wonderful family um, that is well-blended and also a little crazy. But, you know, in all, I have had a pretty good life, even with the trials and tribulations. I love, love, love the Lord, and I really enjoy the purpose that he has put on the inside of me, which is to help break cycles, create dreams, and create generational wealth. So that's a little wow. bit about me. <laughs> yes, and you said a, a mouthful, a mouthful. Now, Precious, let me let me ask you, because we have such a beautiful connection, you know. So, and mm-hmm. one question I realized I never asked you guys, ask you guys, look, I'm just so all over the place. Um, I never asked you about the, the power in Power Coach. So why, why don't okay. you tell me what, what does that mean to you, the, the power coach? The power and power coach was a seed planted in me as a little girl. My dad used to always, he always has told me, you are powerful. But I never realized it or understood it or felt it or knew that it really existed outside of him saying it. It wasn't until I went through a very difficult divorce um, after 17 years, almost losing my life, I I began to do that inner search and cry out to God and just ask him, why am I here? Because if after a life-threatening moment and I'm still here, there must be something you want me to do. So that's when I started to look within and began to understand how my words changed things, understanding that power that I held and the ability to change other people's lives by what I share with them. So that's what the power means to me, just simply the ability to change things. And I have that ability, you have it, everybody in the world has it, but we have to tap into it. And if we don't tap into it, we never know how powerful we are. Hmm. You know me, as we talk, I always take uh, take notes because you always, you know, like I said, uh, it's going to be a power-packed show. And um, to me, anything that I see you doing and anything you do, like the only word to describe it is with power. 
Mm-hmm. And that is just so amazing. But I want to kind of go back and, and see if you want to touch on something because you did mention about almost losing your life. Mm-hmm. So t- tell me a little bit about that. Well, my ex-husband and I have been the first ex-husband. Let me just clear that up. <laughs> the first ex-husband and I have been um, together since we were 19 years old. Um, we had our fair share of dirt, um, and not only on his end, mine as well, and I accept responsibility for that. But towards the end of the marriage, it that last day was very volatile. He had never put his hands on me before that day. Now, we had knockdown drag-out fights verbally, emotionally. We played mind games, the whole nine, but never physical. And that particular day, he put a loaded gun to my chest and pulled the trigger. And right. nothing but God stopped the bullet, jammed the gun. So with that, I knew that there was something greater that I was supposed to be doing with my life. And unfortunately, he wasn't a part of that plan. God had gave me several outs to the marriage, but I never took them. So it was almost like he had to say, let me force your hand to make this decision. And when I say that, I really believe it because when that happened, in my mind, I was so in love with him that had it been only us in the home, I would have pretended mm-hmm. like it didn't happen. And that's mm-hmm. the state of mind that I was in. But others were in the home, and my son, my oldest son, had came back to the house, and I didn't realize how much he had saw. So I knew that for my protection, for their protection, and also for the protection of the ex, I had to leave and not look back. So that instant really changed the momentum of my life. That's like um, a, a defining moment. And I know, uh, you know, people listening can relate to maybe not that exact circumstances, stance, but that feeling like you're so in love and it's okay for you to deal with some stuff long as nobody else knows. And you kind of, you know, brush certain things off or under the rug because it's not exposed. And, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, God was giving you signs, but him putting that sign in front of you, you, you couldn't ignore that. You know, and a lot of times we we look for signs and, you know, the signs are there all along, but then you could kind of deny it as a, you know, as something coincidental or so on. But when that Mm -hmm. one thing happens, you know, that's no coincidence. That's God. Absolutely. And many times, many times we see the signs and Mm -hmm. we know that they're signs but we don't want to accept it because it's not what we want. And in that, we sacrifice not only ourselves, our livelihoods, um, the lives of our children, because I shared last night on my broadcast that I can see the fruits of my errors in my children. My daughters have chosen men that are just like their fathers. And although I told them repeatedly, this is not what a marriage is, this is not how things are supposed to be, they, children don't listen to what we say, they do what we do. And a lot of times, as parents, we don't realize that. So I just wanted to share that tidbit on those signs. We have to stop ignoring what we see because it's not what we want. Hmm. And that that is so so true. A lot of yeah, we ignore the signs, or like I like to say, the uh, the yellow light, and then we're surprised when the yellow light quickly turns red. It didn't happen, and mm-hmm. you know, it's because I could look back, like they say, hindsight is twenty twenty, and I could look at you know my starter marriage, and I'm doing that in quotations my starter <laughs> marriage, um, and I and 
exclusive. And I would like to think in my mind, well, he didn't get crazy until we got married. But when and I was in my early 20s then, but now when I go back, there were signs of crazy before I said I do. But mm-hmm. I ignore, ignored it. But then when I hit that red light, like you, like you said, you had to you had to think about saving your ex's life. I was like, yeah, we, you know, I'm so actually. But when I look back, <laughs> you know, when I look back with different things in life, not just you know that relationship, but just different things, it's like you see mm-hmm. that yellow light. You know, you know it's not green. You see the yellow light, but yet and still we still want to push, push, and push because we think, just like when you're driving, you think you could beat the yellow light. And you might get lucky a couple of times, but it's going to be a time when that red light catches you and either a ticket, an accident, or, you know, something is going to happen from that. You know, so let me ask you, is that when – you felt the the most um, powerless, I guess, would be the question. Um, like, did you, yeah. That particular day, I didn't feel powerless because I'm telling you, I, it, it was a true fight for my life, literal hmm. fight for my life. Um, I didn't feel the powerlessness. It was over, and it was like, I was standing out on the balcony at my sister's apartment, and the wind was blowing, and it smelled different. It was almost hmm. like I knew life. Wow. Terrified because I did not know what was going to happen next. I didn't know where I was going to get the money to move. I didn't know how this divorce was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to tell my children. I, I just didn't know. And that not knowing space is what made mm-hmm. me feel powerless. And I didn't have any direction. I was just hanging on by a sheer thread and thankful for my life. That was And, and in that instance, I felt like, I don't have control of anything right now. And that's when the powerlessness set in. Wow. And that's like um, the moments, you know, like how they say the breakdown comes before Mm -hmm. the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize you, you have to make it through the break. You have to make it through that powerlessness to get to the, the the breakthrough, to get to the power, to get to whatever is on the other side. You know, a lot of times we, you mm-hmm. know, people break down and they get stuck in that area. And and that's mm-hmm. why this to, today's class in session and that lesson of understanding the power in you is so important. Absolutely. So, so if I said, okay, uh, Queen T, Precious, I want to understand what do, what does that mean to to you to understand understanding the power in you what does that mean to you understanding the power in me or in in anyone in yourself or those that are listening the first thing you have to do is get familiar with whose you are huh there's two entities in this world. There's two spirit worlds. Are you Satan's or are you God? Understand whose you are, and that will define where your power comes from. After that, wow. begin to understand who you are. You know whose you are. Now who you are is the next step. When you know who you are, you can walk in that power that's given to you. After that, tap into your innate abilities to change your life. And what I mean by that is you know who you are, you know who you are. Now understand what you want your life to look like, what is in God's will for you to do, and then walk in that. 
Tap into your creativity. You, you have power in your creative skills because I know that my creative skills is teaching. I can teach you under the table. <laughs> I mean, almost any subject, I can teach you what to do, how to do it, how to get it done, and how to reach that goal so that you're successful in it. But that's a creative skill that I have, and I had to tap into that. Did I always know I had it? Absolutely not. But it wasn't until I started to try to understand did that matter. Then develop your passion, the things that you love, the things that you love to do that you do effortlessly. That's, that could be almost automatic, that you'll do without being paid for it. Develop that. Mm-hmm. Keep working it. Do it. And, and it will become more than just a passion. It will help you walk into your purpose. Then accept your calling, which is your purpose. And then after you accept your calling, walk in it, and that's your power. That's how your power is developed. When you're able to go through those seven steps, you will walk in your power and your life will change. Those that are, I I believe that each and every one of us is attached to other people. And those other people can only get certain things from you. And they're waiting on you to give them what it is that they need so they can reach the people that they're supposed to reach. But if we never find out who we are, whose we are, we never enhance our abilities, tap into our creativity, know what our passion is so that we can walk in our purpose, we never get to that power stage. And that's what I help people do, get to that power stage. Because once you tap into your power, it's just like an electrical socket. You put a plug in there, flip on the switch, it's, it's, you got light. So that's the same thing in our lives. When we tap into our power, flip that switch, your, your light is there. So who are you going to bring out of the darkness? Wow. That is powerful. That is powerful. And let me let me add, let me say or ask or let's let's talk about this because when you mm-hmm. and I know you know like you could know your calling, <laughs> mm-hmm. but accepting it and a lot of people don't understand what that means because they think just because you're called to do something you automatically do it. No, you oh have to accept your calling. And so how was was it when you knew, okay, I'm called to help people find the power in them? What was the, like, did you go through, like, a stage of denial, like, no, Lord, not me type thing? Or, like, what was through, the stage from knowing to accepting for you? I went through straight rebellion. Uh-uh. I was like, uh, Jonah. Running from Tarsus, I didn't want to go. I'm going on. I'm getting on the boat. I'm going the other way because that is not what I want to do. And I knew that I was called to help other people out of their dark place, but I didn't want to be in the forefront. I didn't want to. I can help you as long as we behind closed doors. But when you talk about stepping out in front of people, people gonna talk about you. They gonna lie on you. You know, all kinds of things. And I just did not want that in my life. I'm like, I just got drama free. <laughs> I had just released, been released from the drama life. And now you mean to tell me you want me to walk back into it? And for me, accepting that calling was relinquishing my control. And those that know me know that I have a problem with that. <laughs> because I Hashtag like to be in control amen. of everything, okay? <laughs> I like to be in control. And when I'm not in control, I felt that things won't, I'm not controlling it. But what I found is when I'm not in control, I relinquish my power, I allow God to control what I'm doing, it is more satisfying than I could ever imagine. 
and all that mm-hmm. extra fear, which isn't from him anyway, it dissipates. Mm. I know so that's why it is of, to, to accept your calling. And that's a hard thing. And I was telling um, when I did my call yesterday, and one of the things that I want, you know, stress to the young ladies, and I would stress to anybody, and you know you probably could hashtag amen this, but as you, when you accept it and start, then start walking in it, Mm. Oh, those obstacles come left and right. You know, you got to almost be a ninja and pull a matrix, you Mm -hmm. know, and then you're still going to get hit by, like you said, it it leaves you open. And Mm -hmm. like you, at the point where I realized my calling and I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, I heard that wrong. I just knew not (laughs) me, Lord. I mean, it's funny because I am such a private person mm-hmm. like I, I'm such a private person and it's like when you put when you decide to be obedient and step into into your calling it's like you are exposed Absolutely. you are exposed and you're not vulnerable but it's kind of like here I am and you have to really know who whose you are and who you are, you know, work on those strength muscles because it's going to come. If you're in a direction, obstacles are going to come. Because mm-hmm. if you weren't moving, you wouldn't, ha- wouldn't have it. Absolutely. You know, and you have and to. And vulnerability um, is definitely mm-hmm. a part of it. You are definitely vulnerable because mm-hmm. you have so many outside things going on that it discourages you. But what you have to do is focus on the end result. Hmm. You know what the vision is, and you have to stay focused on that vision. And like, okay, I knew that it would come. I didn't expect it to come from this person, or I didn't expect right. this particular thing to happen, but I knew something was going to come. It, it rocked me a little bit, but I'm not knocked off my square. So hmm. if you're able to stay Firm, stand firmly on your foundation and be able to still push through no matter what. Yes, you're going to cry. Yes, you are going to be hurt. Yes, you're going to want to give up. Yes, you're going to hate it at times. Yes, you're going to say, it's easier for me to just back up. But yep. guess what? The The end result is still there, and you haven't made it there yet. Your journey is not over. So if you give up, then that's when you fail. The only failure is when you don't try. As long as you're trying, long as you're pushing through, long as you keep going, long as you stay focused, you're going to keep on trudging through all the dirt, all the bricks that will be thrown. And I'm, I love to say the bricks that are thrown, take them and build a foundation. Yep. Take them and use them as steps and keep stepping up so that you're able to get to that next level. Every level is something new. Every level causes you to pause. Well, should I have done this different? Hmm. And then that's your chance to make the adjustments that you need to, but still keep walking. Mhm. Definitely. And then the the thing is, like, if people start walking in their purpose and they stop because they're getting talked about or, you know, feel a lot of obstacles or you can't undo what's already been done, so you might as well keep on, you know. So Absolutely. if somebody's, you know, so, I mean, you really, it's kind of like if you if you run in a race and you get tired and you're halfway through, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same distance going backwards as it is to the finish line. So you might as well finish. I like that. I know. Absolutely. I need to hashtag finish line. Yes, you need to hashtag that. <laughs> Somebody hashtag that on the page. You know, because really it's like, because even now, like I, you know, just like you tired, but you, you've come so far from the, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so whatever happened between the beginning and the middle has already happened. So am I going to go 
back or am I going to go forward? No, I'd rather go ahead and finish. I've sweated and done all this work, so I might as well see it, you know, get to the finish line, get my medal, and go home. Absolutely. You know? Because and even I, if you, you know, turn around, even if ahead. you turn around and go back, even if you decide to turn around and go back, it still doesn't change where the finish line is. It still uh-huh. doesn't change the vision. It still doesn't change that it's your journey that you have to walk. So unless you're going to lay down and die, uh-huh. continue pushing through. Uh-huh. And while you're looking at the at the where you came from and and wondering if you should go back, then somebody else. That's how people lose races. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> looking back. back and looking, looking, looking to the side in your competition, trying to see where other people are, or what they're doing. You know, and everything is not going to be as easy as as a, a relay race since I'm on a whole race analogy. Because we would like mm-hmm. to, you know, all feel like we have cheerleaders and somebody to give us the baton, and we can hand the baton to, and, you know, somebody waiting on us at the finish line to cheer us on. And you will feel alone and isolated at times. So tell tell me about about that part of, you know, walking, walking in your calling and accepting your calling. You know, when you do feel like it's just you, well, for a long you know? time I felt that way because I didn't understand not being on the island. You have to understand, I was one that, um, I was one of the women, and, you know, this is very prevalent in the women world. I don't deal with women. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going there. I don't deal with uh-huh. I don't have time for that. They fake, they this, they that. I had to realize I'm a woman. So if uh-huh. there's that, then I'm looking at me. Uh-huh. So. If I want it to change, then I have to help change it because you're either uh-huh. a part of the problem or a part of the solution. The choice uh-huh. is yours. So in yep. those times when I felt alone, um, it was mainly because of my state of mind and because I wanted to be alone, not because I had to be. I chose to be uh-huh. So when I let that wall fall and began to network and connect with women such as yourself, I then realized, you know, I don't have to be alone. There are women out there with the same agenda or similar agendas that are very um, positive and want to see me succeed just like I want to see them succeed. There are women that compliment me and I them. But it wasn't until I allowed that wall to drop to stop being in my safeguard because that was my safeguard. If I don't deal with you, you can't hurt me. Right. But guess what? Even there, even in that space, when you don't, when you shut other people out, and I've said it many times, I love the Lord, but this was my analogy. God <laughs> is love, and when you shut other people out, you shut Him out because they're His people. You wow. see what I'm saying? So if we yeah. don't deal with each other, how can we effectively deal with Him? How can we have sure. that relationship? that oneness with him when we're rejecting his people. So all of that kind of came into walking in my calling and in my purpose, accepting the call, and I was like, Lord, now you know how I feel about women. And he said, okay. I mean, because that's a real conversation that we need to have. Yeah. We're so putting on. Me, me, you, and God was on three-way for that conversation because I've said those exact, like, God, really? Ugh, ugh. Right. But I never mm-hmm. thought about it how you just said it. It's like basically you are a woman, you know, so how can you say I don't want to deal with women and women are this when I know I am not that? Right. You said a mouthful Because in essence, in essence, sometimes we are and we just don't want to mm. deal with us. 
Mm. See, this this process is a lot of dealing with self. Walking in your power, you got to deal with you. You have to look in the right. mirror and say, okay, I see some mess. Let me deal with my mess. And then I can help somebody else out of their mess. But until you deal with your own mess, you're not going to walk nowhere. Hmm. You're going to have to stay there. You have to acknowledge your mess, address your mess, and release mm. your mess mm. in order for you to be able to walk in your purpose or accept your calling. And that's just the bottom line. That, yeah. That look, um, you know, like you said, it's, it's sometimes the mirror is your best friend and sometimes you want to throw a brick at the mirror. Like when mm-hmm. you really take a look at you and I always say like I had to grow into me but I had to get rid of the mess but I had to admit the mess admit that um you know whatever issues that I had with women like you said were issues I had with myself you know like mm-hmm. um the 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 phrase that we, you know if I if I had a dollar for every time I've heard it or said it, I'd probably be a trillionaire. But that mm-hmm. one signature phrase, she thinks she all that. Oh. You understand? You know? Mic drop mm-hmm. right there. I've, you know, right, bloop. I've had people say that to me. And you know it doesn't come from a good place. Mm-hmm. And I did mm-hmm. not like when people said it to me, but I found myself saying and or thinking the same thing. So that was something mm-hmm. I really had to get, you know, get my nails dirty and figure out where does that come from? Why Why is that such a statement that people accepted that if you put it on a shirt, people automatically know it. It's, it's not some anonymous um, thing that don't nobody else know. If you said, you know, that, you know, or he think he all that or whatever. And I had to start, okay, and she thinks she's all that and what? How does that affect me? You ha- And you have to all that because there's a negative all right. that and there's right. a positive all that. You know, I've been the negative all that, and I'm on my way to my positive all that. You know, (laughs) a positive and negative in every situation. And it's not until you're dealing with self. Self is the biggest, is the self, self is the common denominator in every situation. It is the common denominator in every situation situation, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a work, you know, environment, whether it's with your children, other people in your family. And I just want to go back for a second. When deal, when we're talking about dealing with women, sometimes it's mommy issues that we have. Sometimes it's sister issues that we have. You know, the relationship with your sister wasn't, you know, a sisterly relationship. And then you'll see someone else with that sisterly relationship, and it's like, ugh, I can't stand my sister. But you haven't dealt with the why. Why? Anytime there's something negative in you, ask yourself why until you can get to the root. When you get to the root of the problem, that's what you can acknowledge. That is what you can address, and that is what you should release. Wow, you said a mouthful with with that one, especially um, with the with the mama issue. You know, some of you guys mm-hmm. know this weekend I spoke about um, my mom's murder um, twenty two years ago, and mm-hmm. that was a whole lot um, for me to get to that point. I mean, to, to 22 years 
is a grown adult. So basically I had a grown adult of <laughs> guilt or <laughs> however, you know, I had to, but it took, it took 22 years for me to be able to really talk about it in public. And that was still like an emotional moment, but it wasn't, I want to say maybe about eight, seven, six years ago is really when I realized I had mommy issues. You never hear mm-hmm. that term. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to me, it was hard for me to look at other women as being, you know, where we could have that sisterhood, that friendship, that bond, when the most instrumental woman in my life I was mad with. Some issues with. You know, but once I was able to admit that, you know, I had issues with my mom that I really needed to kind of get underneath and deal with her, you know, then I was able to really start discovering, A, who I was, and and Mm -hmm. B, really what it was like to have those productive relationships with other women. You know, right? But you know, it's kind of like you know we hear the term uh, "daddy issues" a lot. We hear you know, oh, you know, with in regards to women or whoever, you know, we hear that term "daddy issues." But if you look mm-hmm. at the most, the normally, you know, the first woman, the most influential woman in your life is your mother. So you know, I would definitely advise the listeners that. If it seems like you're having issues with women, go back in the re- in the you know crevices of your mind and really evaluate whatever type of relationship you had or have with your your mother or whatever influential woman you know played that part at the beginning of your life. Absolutely, that was that was a powerful statement. I'm going to have to do some more evaluation on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, and it, it seems like, and let me ask you this. So when you started walking in, in your calling, did it feel mm-hmm. like, like what was that like? Did you feel like, okay, this is con- confirmation or, okay, did you feel like questions? during that, you know, process, because now you accepted it and then walking in it, that's another huge step. Mm-hmm. Well, when you relinquish that control and say, hmm. okay, I accept what it is that you have, you're going to have me do, and I'm going to walk in this thing no matter what it looks like, feels like, sounds like. Hmm. What it feels like you... One, it's easier said than done. It feels as though you you know you own the right path and it feels like it's right and, you know, you going and, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it would be, but it's still kind of surreal. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. is this really what I'm supposed to? It's not that I question me. (laughs) I more so question my ability to to fulfill the calling. Am I able to really change lives? Am I able to really be as bold as you need me to be? Am I able to, am I hunt issues when they arise? So I I more so questioned my ability, but once that big issue, whatever that may be for you, whenever you get to the other side of that, that's when it's like, okay, I can do this. I can do this because right then is when I got over my big issue and my big issue was getting my business, powering you, getting it on a firm foundation. When I was able to do that and I saw, looked back and saw that, oh, the wind was kind of like the three little pigs, the wind was blowing, (laughs) but it didn't fall down. I was like, oh, I can do this. Okay, Lord, 
I see where you have me going. And do I know that it's not going to be all peaches and cream all the time? Absolutely. But guess what? I'm willing. I'm willing sisters out. The same ones that I said I'm not dealing with no women. Now I have hmm. a powerful sisters network. If I can pull one of you out of your darkness, so that you're able to help those that you're required to help in this lifetime, then that's what I'm gonna do. We are gonna walk through the fire together. If 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 it calls for both of us being talked about or lied on, you know, that's mm-hmm. what we're gonna go through. And then when it's time for us to part ways, we part ways in love right. and keep it moving. Wow. I love that you said uh, what you're re- required to do. Mm-hmm. And I and I always say, you know, to different people I talk to, you know, in any way, shape, or form, for you not to do what you're supposed to do is selfish. Absolutely. Because if you think about, I mean, I always tell people, and I probably got this from one of my psychology books, right, that you validate people's feelings. Like your feelings are valid. So, it, you know, it's, if you feel a little scared, a little whatever, your feelings are valid. However, this is not mm-hmm. about you. Absolutely. And if we all took took that philosophy with life and with things that it's not about me, it's about somebody that doesn't have my strength. There are, you know, some women, men, people out there that still powerless, mm-hmm. you know, and they need, you know, that, that power in you and understand that it's, it's in you, you know, it's in mm-hmm. you, I'm, you know, power P as I call you, you know, just it's, it's your job to to get that out of them because you know what it's like to pull it out because you had to get it out of mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. You know, and it, it's not easy. It's not, it's not, it's definitely not an easy um, thing to do. But once you've done it, because I never realized, I never understood, I thought something was wrong with me because I'm like, Lord, nobody in their right mind could go through all the stuff I went through and still be standing and have the nerve to do their hair and put on makeup. Who does that? Is something wrong with me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that I haven't, that I didn't break in the process of, you know, growing? And I realized Absolutely. that... Um. The reason why is because somebody thinks they're about to break, and since I've been through it, I know that what that it's not gonna break you. Mhm. Absolutely. You know. And we, Absolutely. like I said, you gotta go. Like, and I think you said this too about getting to to the other side, getting to the other side, and really you know, finding people. Go ahead, honey. Walking in your purpose and in your power is like hills and valleys. Uh-huh. You go up one side of the hill, you're going to come down, then you'll be in the valley. You're going to go up another hill, then you're going to come down, then you'll be in the valley. And that is continuous. But that's a part of growth. When you uh-huh. grow, it hurts. When a baby was growing in our bellies, it hurt when they stretched our skin. It hurt as they were delivered. It hurt to see them hurt themselves. It hurt now that they're adults and we see that they're not making the best decisions. It hurts all the way through that growth process. So what do you think accepting your calling, walking in your purpose and your power why do we think that it won't be painful? Because growth is painful. It is painful. And it doesn't matter what stage it is. When you gain weight, it's painful because your knees hurt. When you, <laughs> you know, I mean, growth is painful. When, when you begin to stretch yourself, when you're stretching, when you exercise, it's a little painful because you're you're pulling on those muscles. 
you pull in on those muscles. So when you're growing and walking in your, um, accepting your calling and walking in your purpose, you are stretching yourself. So it's going to be painful. We need to stop shying away from the pain. Stop uh-huh. shying away from the stretch. Stop shying away from the confrontation and accept it, embrace it, go through it so we can get to that other side. Uh, hashtag amen. I want to um, open it up at this time before, you know, before we continue on. I want to open it up at this time. If anybody has any questions or comments for me or Queen P, Precious, Power Coach Brown, star six, your line, and your question. Just chime in and just let us know if you have a question or comment. So, Queen P, while we're, you know, waiting to see if someone has a question or comment, what do you have going on? What's going on in Power P world right now? Oh, my. <laughs> you know, walk, walking in the you, Wait, I like world. that Power P world. Write that one down. Yes, Power P I world. like that. Okay. I like that, too. I do have a whole entire world, and it has flipped upside down and changed, and and I, I'm enjoying it, actually. Um, the first thing I would like to say, I would like to invite everybody that's on the call to Power TV Network, which is on Facebook. It is a Facebook group that I do live broadcasting every night, Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I just coach on life issues. This week it is about um, living free in your mind, body, spirit, and finances and how we need to align those things in order to truly live free um, so that we can walk in our fabulousness. I know that that I was told that that's the word. I haven't looked it up yet, but that's my word. We'll make Walk in our fabulousness <laughs> and be financially fit because we need that. Um, so Power TV Network is on Facebook. Powerful Sisters Network is on Facebook, and that's where we encourage, motivate, uplift, help break generational cycles, create dreams, and see them through to manifestation. Um, I also have... A, live, a couple of live events coming up. July 23rd is one in Michigan. It is in Bertrand, Michigan, actually. And that is going to be a live coaching power session where we're going to dig deep and identify where your fabulousness needs to be enhanced and concentrate on being financially fit as well. Um, and then that same... Um, concept is going to Indiana October 1st with you, Queen V, and I'm super excited Yay. about that. Where we're going to um, put the power session to work for people in Indiana. So those that are there that want to join us, they can. Um, regularly, I'm coaching women, um, and I, my niche is divorced women because I know that oh so well. But I also help other women that just have relationship issues or self-issues, you know, addressing things within, addressing those past issues, you know, the ones that we bury so deep that we forget that they're there, you know, digging those up so that we can get our ground fertile, plant new seeds, and allow fresh flowers to grow. So um, those are just a few of the things that I have on my plate. Oh, and I forgot. Um, this October, um, I'll be releasing a collaboration book titled Transition, and it has you, Queen V, and several other female entrepreneurs, and we're just discussing, you know, our transition from traditional corporate to entrepreneurship and encouraging other women, men alike, um, if they're on that fence to let them know that we did it as normal, regular people, and they can do it too. So those are just some things that you can look forward to from Power Network, the enterprise itself, because it is an enterprise. 
and it is going global, and I'm super excited about all that God is doing with it. Sometimes he gives me stuff in the middle of the night. I'm like, really? Like now? Right. It's 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I go to sleep? You know, but it, that comes with the territory, and I, I, I embrace that. I accept that, and I'm willing to do whatever needs to be done to not only empower people, but along the way, I know some people are going to be brought to Christ. And that is yeah. the glory of it all. So I'm yeah. super excited about everything that's going on in Power P's world. <laughs> uh, exactly. I am uh, I am too. And just to to know you and, and connect with you um, has just been such a blessing on, on my life. And like I said, when you when you start Thank to you. like look at yourself and clear yourself out, it gets. Once I got me straight, and I got an inbox saying "Power P is the truth," <laughs> so I just wanted to, <laughs> that was the inbox I just got. But it, it, when you kind of get rid of some of the clutter, that is you. You know, when I got rid of, and I got a yes confirming to the "Power P is the truth" inbox. So. Um, <laughs> But when you start to uh, deal with you, and once I start to deal with me, was, you know, Valencia or whatever, then I felt alone, right? But I felt mm-hmm. alone because sometimes as you're going through that pruning season, you get bare, but then you start to grow connections. And mm-hmm. so, you know, definitely, and I, I really need to, to start connecting with people that's in warm states, and I'm gonna just say mm-hmm. that on now. <laughs> say that, um, but just the creativity when when you guys connect with the right people, that mm-hmm. they're on the same mission as you. Like that saying is it, cliche, but it's so true. Get with people who are on. Um, Oh, just another inbox talking about hello, Florida. Like I'm connected with somebody in Florida. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Thank you for that inbox. But um, then it seems like my creativity level, my productivity level went up like times 100. Mm-hmm. And, and Precious is like who you guys hear, and that's just like me, who you guys hear and see, that's exactly 150% what it is. Yes. And Precious, when she talk about 3 o'clock in the morning, because she'll, she'll inbox me telling me go to sleep, and then we'll get up on some creative level that, you know, <laughs> bless our soul at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. But I, that's how God works. When you start clearing out your, your clutter and pruning those not-so-productive and not-so-healthy relationships and habits, it makes room, room for, the, for the better ones. And I'm when you don't give your time to some neg- negativity, it 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 opens, it allows you more time, you know, for positive things. And right. this, you know, power P. That's that's definitely a very true true name because just in the times that we've been um, since we've been connected, I've seen you grow like grow. And it's like it's a constant thing, but it's like uh, I posted today in uh, my group, Define You Movement, that uh, I used to be like by fire, fueled by anger, fueled by me proving who Valencia is and what Valencia can do. And the difference between Mm -hmm. me then and now is now I'm fueled by purpose. Right. You know? Absolutely. And I was Absolutely. like, ooh, I, I said that. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> I agree 100%. When you're fueled by purpose, nothing else really matters. Mm. Like, okay, I, I felt that stumbling block. I tripped a little bit, but you know what? I got to mm-hmm. keep going. You know, just the other night, not not to put our business in the street, but just the other night, um, I was having a fit about uh, a situation and I'm like, uh-huh. I just feel like giving up. I just feel like giving uh-huh. up. And almost instantly, God was like, really? You you just going to stop? Because <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this no more. And uh-huh. he quickened that in me. Like, really? 
but you said you was going to push through. You said you teach people this all the time. So how dare you? And this is me talking to me. How dare you, clients? that you come in connection with to quit. You always talking them out, but now you want to give up. So give yourself, give yourself that same speech. And I got up and I looked in the mirror and I talked to me so that I can bring me back to where I needed to be that center stage and focus on the end result. Uh, because sometimes you have to do that. You got to check uh-huh. you. And, you know, and it's funny, and we have like five minutes left, but I have to uh, say this because it's so funny. Um, a lot of stuff that I find myself, it's like you says you know what you're supposed to do. You know the talks you need to pick yourself back up when you haven't, when you're hitting one of those uh, valleys. Like you know that because you said it and you push people and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to act like you are your own client standing in the mirror talking to yourself. So I Absolutely. have to look at me like it's not me and somebody else saying it to me or me saying it to somebody else, and I'm like, oh, okay, that does make sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, indeed. That is so funny. Well, guys, we got like four minutes left, so I want to. Um, if you have any questions or comments, hit star six. Um, precious, make sure I did post some information in the um on the event page, but make sure you post you know, information where people could get in contact with you so they could definitely get on to Power TV, which I love. It's it's like a, you know, nightly habit, and I really like watching it live for some reason, like the replays. I'm like, no, I need, <laughs> need to hear. I need to hear Precious say, hey, Queen B, you know, I only get that when I'm live. You know, mm-hmm. I do love my, my Power TV. It's like, yeah, I love Power TV, which is at 8 o'clock. Okay, we have a question. So, um, caller, go ahead with your question or comment. Good evening, Ms. Tasha. I just want to say thank you to both of y'all. Uh, this class was definitely needed. I definitely um, will start using my power to walk in my purpose. And you you touched on a bunch of things that I needed to hear. So I thank you, and I was blessed by it. Thank you. Yes. thank No, thank you for that comment. Praise God. And that's what it's all about. It's about, I mean, because you're like, hmm, I never thought about that. But uh-huh. it's meant for you at this time. It's meant to change that piece. And that that is a good, that's a good thing. I think that was Tasha. Yes. That, was yes. a good, that was a good comment because that is exactly what I mean by the lives that you're supposed to touch. That one thing you could have only received from me. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Somebody else could have said it and it could have went in one ear and out the other. But you received that from me. So that was my deposit into you. And we all have uh-huh. that. We all have to deposit something into someone else. I'm not saying carry them. I'm saying give the seed that you're supposed to plant and stop holding uh-huh. on to them. Amen. Amen. Oh, I love me some power P. Y'all just don't know. <laughs> you know, like I, I wish and I I pray for everybody to find you know, find that power P, that Queen P that, you know, like Precious called me Queen V. Find find that type of relationship to where you and that person like you know, y'all fuel each other's creativity, and and you know, like some you know, when you hit that valley and you need somebody to say, look, you know, let me make you, you know, or you make <laughs> me laugh, or you know, look at things a different way. Like we all need, not want, we all need that con- that connection because mm-hmm. you you grow Absolutely. each other. Is is like you you feeding into each other. And with that being being said, guys, make sure you find Facebook. Her information will be posted on the event page. And like I said, watch Power TV. If you are in Michigan, 
go to um, the power session about being fabulous and financially fit. I said that correctly. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> okay, next month, join us in 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 Indiana, and you know, just get connected with uh, Power P World. Thank you guys so much for another wonderful Wednesday. And with that being said, because I'm right at eight o'clock, but I got to leave you guys with my quote for the week comes from Mr. Robert Anthony. When you blame others, you give up your power to change. Meditate on that. I'll post that on the page. I'll see you. Talk to you guys next Wednesday. (laughs) Yay. I love it.